Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. I think we're actually recording the show this week, which is exciting. Nice. In multiple ways. (laughs) One, it's physically recording. (laughs) Two, we're actually here. So I did the Chewbacca Parade. Yeah. Yeah. In New Orleans, and the uh, crew that's right behind us in this three-mile-long lineup, of, <laughs> they're called uh, Crew of Mardi Gore. Nice. And it's a horror film group. Makes We're in the horror block. Yep. <laughs> yep. That fits. And their theme this year is they all had costumes where they were like light boxes of different films, but like classic horror films. Ooh, and that's cool. Fratu, The Birds, whatever. Yeah. And my band learned, let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> and at random intervals, we would turn around and play Let's All Go to the Lobby. <laughs> And the whole time I'm just thinking to myself, five, 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 the movie. And the other drummer's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm not well liked. <laughs> anyway, we're back. It's been over a month. That's good. Has it? Oh when God. was the last one? It was in December, right? Because that was I the last one of the year. I thought we did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. God damn. I know. Am I right? That's good. We're recharged. <laughs> this is the month that never fucking ends. This January. Oh my god, has dude. felt like seven goddamn months. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had. That's right. We had the freeze. We had. You were out of town. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Little boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're moving on. Uh, but as I like to do, mm-hmm. and as usually happens, uh-huh. at the beginning of the year, I go do our housekeeping, and I'm like, surely for the last three hundred and sixty-five days, twelve months. <laughs> We have had reviews, emails, new Patreons are on the charts. <laughs> we got our we got our one yearly review from Hippie Hater. <laughs> sure didn't. We got nothing. Well, he does it on nothing. the anniversary, not That's on the, the calendar year. <laughs> That's true. So I just want to say, if any of you are like, wow, uh, we haven't gotten a 5x5 five five in the movies in a month. This is crazy. I just want to tell you, you have not left us a single review <laughs> rating. You have not emailed us. You have not joined our Patreon. You have not listened to us enough for us to be on charts. You have not Venmoed us a single dollar to insult anyone. Again, if you Venmo us a dollar, we'll, we'll insult anybody in the world for you. Mm-hmm. At this point... <laughs> I'll get political. I'll get MAGA for Hippie Hater if I had to. I just want a oh, fucking shit. dollar. <laughs> Open it up. That's big. I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to do it a little tongue in cheek, but I'll do it. But anyway, uh, really, you, you really made us feel uh, like we don't matter. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Moving on. It doesn't matter how we record this. We could record this. We could set up a tin can to Hippie Hater's house and a really long fucking string. Be the fucking same result back. Uh, anyway thanks everyone for supporting us yeah thanks to our other three patrons (laughs) we have sex all together that's something over three years uh dan what's the number one movie in america uh is it argyle Uh, doesn't that come out tomorrow oh does it fuck i thought it does because I have last weekend's numbers. Well, maybe it was like pre-sales numbers or something. I, I bet it was. Okay. All right, we're oh, going to not count shit. that one. What's the number one movie in uh, Mean Girls? That's correct. There mean Girls. There go. 6.9 million. This is a light week. End oh, of boy. January. Makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. What's the number two movie in America? Is it Beekeeper? It is Beekeeper. <laughs> yeah. 6.7 million. Two uh, for two. Number three. Wonka. 5.7 million. Yes. Three for three. Uh, anyone but you? It's number five. It's oh, four, four, six. So I'm going to give it to you. Number four shit. is... Uh, I, I have not heard of it. All right, if Argyle hasn't come out yet, probably Action-y. So uh, if you haven't heard of it, then it's not Aquaman 2. It's not Aquaman 2, <laughs> no. Ooh. Migration. Okay. I don't know what it is. 4.9. But that was damn good for having not been around Fuck for a yeah. month. Well done. I, I looked up three weeks ago. Nice. Because I didn't want to be too current as Smart. to spoil my guesses. Smart. But apparently no other movies have come out. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's do some news. The Oscar nominations came out, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I want to give a fuck so much. I have a We have a movie podcast, but I'm just like, uh. So my whole thing is, uh, and I want to put to you on weeks that mm-hmm. we're too busy to record, yeah, yeah. we should go see a movie. Okay. And we should do more movie reviews because my New Year's resolution, I have two. 
Uh, one is to see more fucking movies because Word. I've seen so few of the Oscar winners, and I'm like, I used to care so much when a movie came out, and I'm yeah, I feel like I'm jaded. Like I don't care about the Oscars, but I want to. So this whole year, I want us to go see more movies. I got a stack Word. of movie passes. Let's Hell yeah. blow through them all. <laughs> yeah. Let's use them all in a year. Yeah, because um, it turns out they expire. <laughs> oh, did the Fandango's not work? I actually hadn't even tried it. I, oh, just, I, I finally got busy back at work. That's funny. <laughs> and then uh, two. Uh, my other resolution is to say to n- no to one thing every single month. Word. So someone reaching out, hey, I have this event. Can you? No. <laughs> there you go. No. My calendar is full. Yeah. My calendar is full now through November. Jesus. <laughs> for events. <laughs> I told I told Dan Benjamin uh, that, and he said, you know what that means? And I said, what? He says, your rates are too low. And I'm like, damn, that just opened up my fucking brain. Mm. So now the answer is no, unless you pay me a stupid amount of money. Word. I will not help with your shit. Nice. Um, I've been uh, trying to keep a list of uh, movies and things that I watched uh between each podcast. Oh, good. Um, So mine for uh, this week was, man, it's fucking, a lot of TV gets in there. And then you're like, you know, 10 episodes in where you could have watched 10 movies. Sure. Uh, So I did watch the Echo series. I watched that, yep. Um, but I finally was like, all right, I'm going to get into Studio Ghibli stuff. Oh, nice. I've always put it off because sure. I know it's great. They're great. I know they're I've amazing. I've seen a bunch of them, yeah. Um, so I, I went online and was like, all right, where do you start? And they said, well, technically, if you want to get like the thing that inspired the whole studio to be a thing, right? Um, watch this one. It's uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Did not watch that one. Which is a Miyazaki, right? Like the last, uh, I don't think it was his directorial debut, but, but it was the one that was like, oh, this the is hit. the style and the vision sure. and the feel of why we want to do our own thing. Uh-huh. And they created Studio Ghibli basically like off of that, All right. that kind of feel. Uh, it was really good. And then I watched, uh, rewatched Mission Impossible five and six in preparation nice. for finally getting into uh, seven part one. <laughs> nice. Did you watch seven part one? Um, I still have it. Okay, good. And then I watched uh, DC <laughs> League Blu-ray, of Super I got Pets. You. Oh yeah, how was that? Uh, it's cute. Yeah. 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 Fucking I. I should really keep a list of the fucking movies I watch. Yeah. I I, it goes in one ear and it goes out the other. I'm so goddamn jet. We're going to fix it this year. This <laughs> yeah. is going to be the year of movies. Yeah. Uh, top of my list is Poor Things. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see Stone, that. Which is Frankenstein, but Emma Stone, she gets like a like a, like a kid brain. Yeah. And I want I do want to see Boy in the Heron. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one where I was just like, all right, fuck. Should I like They're real go good. see it while it's still in theater? Or should I just like catch back up because now it may be like Miyazaki's work is complete. Sure. Sure. Th- those movies make me so hungry because the way he does food mm. is fucking incredible. I have watched a bunch of the uh, into the Binging with Babish YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Where they, he like they watches. got a spinoff of Alvin Does Anime. Cool. Um, and it's it's a bunch of like a bunch of them come from the Miyazaki stuff. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Kind of on topic, uh, you know the like the Asian, um, like a shopping center up north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like with a H Mart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we went for the first time to the OK Dog. It's Korean corn dogs. Ooh. Korean corn dogs and egg toast. Okay. And if you're in Austin, I'm gonna ruin this for everyone. Go to it. first of all, don't go on the weekend. We could not get a fucking parking spot. It's where the K barbecue is. Sorry, apparently nobody listens anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> They don't need the business. They were they were bumping, and it's like a ama- like you can get a like a it's almost like a panko style corn dog. Ooh, nice! You like can get craggly, not yeah, not smooth. Yeah, uh, you can have it covered in cubed potatoes. Ooh, and they were the fluffiest, cloudiest potatoes I've ever had. Like really good okay. breakfast style potatoes. You can have it just cheese, like a giant mozzarella stick on it, and the shit's like five bucks. Like you can't get anything in this fucking town. I didn't know what egg toast was. It's Korean street food. 
Mm. It's just an egg sandwich. They call it egg toast. Okay. But it was the fluffiest, lightest <laughs> eggs of it. Like the daintiest. Like It's like what you think the shit tastes like in an anime is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Nice. So Nice. I got to check that out. I don't want to say I'm horny for this food. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm not far off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the... Um, that one's pretty far north. The one that I usually wind up going to is the one where uh, 99 Ranch is, mm-hmm. um, which has, I think, less stuff, but yeah. is still like pretty concentrated, like a bunch sure. of cool Asian stuff. Um, that's where I go for my um, uh, onigiri, the yeah. uh, rice balls. Sure, yeah. That place is Which in Pokemon dope. they call donuts, and that pisses me off in right Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, Americans don't know what the fuck onigiri like, is. <laughs> where am I finding these triangle donuts? <laughs> no. Yeah. Triangle donuts made of rice. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that whole shopping center is great. If you go into H Mart, they just have this giant pastry uh, pastry case with these giant fluffy light pastries. They're all like three bucks, and they're, hell yeah, everything everything they do is better than us. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> everything the Asians make for food is better than us. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why you grew up eating Chinese food. <laughs> I noticed this the other day. I was sitting here. I'm like, I can eat Asian takeout every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. And they just call it food there. <laughs> and they have it every day. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So the Oscars <laughs> came out. They didn't give a shit. Uh, everyone's mad that Barbie got uh, snubbed. Yeah. For, well, well it's sort of po- snubbed. It, it still got a bunch of nominations, yeah. but not for got movie right for director. She didn't get and Margot Robbie did and Margot. Yeah. So everyone's just erasing America Ferrera from the from the story because she got nominated. Yeah, for yeah she supporting. got nominated and Ken got nominated. Right, which is funny. The, the main Ken, yeah. which is funny. It's yeah, this the whole story of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but Margot Robbie finally did a, um, and that's why we always do the show in one take. Margot Robbie finally released a statement. <laughs> On her and Greta, uh, she released it today, I Word. believe. And it says, let's check the date on this. What's it? Published four hours ago. So it was today. There you go. And she says, there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. Obviously, I think Greta should have been nominated as a director because what she did is a once in a career, once in a lifetime thing where she pulled off what, what she pulled off. It really is. It's been an incredible. What the fuck is that beep noise? Do you hear that? My radio was going bzz. Oh, no. oh my god i'm hearing that oh my god i just suspected it <laughs> but it's been an incredible year for all the smell films toast? <laughs> my left side hurts. i just suspect it's bigger than us it's bigger than this movie it's bigger than this industry i am beyond ecstatic with what uh what we've got with the academy award nominations it's so wild everyone getting the nods that they've had is incredible and the best picture nod we set out to do something that would shift culture affect culture and make some sort of impact and it's already done that and some Way more than we ever dreamed that it would. And that is truly the biggest reward that can come out of all this. Which is a great statement. Yeah. But I want to... Everyone's mad. And I just want to remind them that the Academy is people. Be mad at the people. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a generator. Yeah. That just, like, computates shit. Like, it's just a patriarchal group of people. Yeah. It's, It's literally members of the community of people who make these things. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it, people are flawed. It might have been like, oh, I'm not going to vote for it because everyone's going to vote for it mm. kind of mentality. Yeah, yeah, Emperor's yeah. new clothes style. Yeah. But anyway, you're not. Yeah. What do you got? You got your Golden Globe, whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's it also, it's, the nomination is the weird thing because like the win is the thing where you're like, oh, well, this one should have won, but they're doing the thing that like. This is that director's last movie, and we should have given it to him for oh, the last one, and like that kind of shit. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe like, are were they trying to make room for something else that like is a makeup for somebody not getting nominated before? And this one already got a bunch of nominations. So she'll get her off. She's like probably a shoe in for the screenwriting, you know, yeah. of it. And it'll, you know, if she wins for screenwriting and it wins best picture, does that make up for her not being sure. in the category? And like, I don't know. But like, yeah, all of the shit like that is why this year, specific, especially, I'm just like, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. I'm going to say something out loud. <laughs> I don't care if it cancels us. I don't care if it uh, oh makes people never listen to podcasts again. It's okay. They already don't. 
The Revenant is boring. <laughs> I still haven't watched it. The Revenant <laughs> is fucking boring. The bear looks great. The rest is fucking. And that's my kind of fucking movie, too. But it is a boring fucking movie. And the fact that Leo got an Oscar for that piece of shit yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's the what else do I have to do <laughs> to right. get a fucking Oscar in all of these movies? Garbage. <laughs> It's yeah, boring the, garbage. Oh, we're sorry about the last 12 we didn't give you. No. <laughs> you know what, though? Huh. I like fun movies. I like funny movies. Do you? I like heartfelt movies. You know what? Me too. So, And you know what else I like? Huh. Michael Fassbender. Oh, boy. Do you like Taika Waititi? Boy, howdy. So let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender stars in this hilarious and heartwarming feel-good undergod, undergod, <clears throat> feel-good underdog comedy based on a true story by Academy Award-winning filmmaker Taika Waititi. Oh, I think I know what this one is, and it looks dope. Score big by adding next goal wins to your movie collection today. Buy it now on digital and own it on Blu-ray February 27th. Yeah. I yeah, should read that whole fun. thing again, but I'm not going <laughs> to. So uh, uh, sometimes the Academy Awards are good because they give them the Taika Waititi. <laughs> anyway, I do want to watch that movie. Like Taika Waititi, uh, I love him because I was in the theater with him uh, for Jojo Rabbit. Word. And I was not involved. I liked when I, when they asked me to be involved in these things. I was not. I was just there. Yeah. And and he got so fucking mad when people were bringing out cheeseburgers. Uh, <laughs> Because he did not understand that at this theater, there's food. Mm. And he stopped and he's watching. He goes, what are those people doing? And this was all a bit. Like, he was not actually mad. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, what the fuck do you mean they're going to eat cheeseburgers while watching my movie? What the fuck, America? <laughs> you guys can't wait an hour and a half to eat your fucking cheese. He yeah. just went nuts on this. And it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in real life. He's like the guy who can't not do a bit. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, if he's doing a thing, there's a bit involved. <laughs> a server was walking past the front row, and he's like, stop it. Stop. What do you... They don't need that right now. Just watch my movie. Just watch my sad Nazi movie. Yeah. Oh, that was sad. Anyway, go watch... Go buy Next Goal Wins. Yeah. James Gunn has left Marvel for DC. We know this. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> boop, 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 yeah. breaking news topical. <laughs> but with the director helming the new DCU, he has answered whether or not he could write another MCU movie. Because you know people are always tweeting him. He's on Threads a lot now. Okay. So someone asked who whose name is DCU Gun. <laughs> yep. Uh, could you write a movie for Marvel if you wanted to? He said, "I could not physically or legally." <laughs> And someone's like, you couldn't physically? Please expand on this. And he says, I could not physically fit another project. My plate is pleasantly full. Okay. But of course he can. Yeah. Non-competes the first thing I'd have him oh, yeah. fill out. Lock him down. <laughs> uh, Millie Alcock will soon debut as the DC Universe's Supergirl. And I was not on board for this at first. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'd only ever seen her in House of the Dragon. Word. And then I looked I, up. Yeah, I still haven't watched House of the Dragon. So. It's not <laughs> good. It's <laughs> yeah. it is like it's the not good prequel to the show that I didn't want that yeah. I only watched the bad, the bad season, season of. <laughs> and it's like a lot more of that. Yeah. It's like a lot of people that don't really understand the source material. I'm not gonna get on that. <laughs> but Millie Alcock's character, I'm like, she just has like translucent skin and like mm. this like white hair. But I'm like, idiot, that's makeup. <laughs> yeah, They're making her look movie like a magic. fictional character. Yeah, so when $10 I saw million dollars an episode yeah. to make her look that way. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I saw I'm like, oh yeah, she could be Supergirl. Yeah. I think the first picture that I saw was like of her with like a like out of makeup with like dirty blonde hair and I was like, oh, oh right. yeah, no, that totally works for yeah. the done the the story that they're doing. She's Supergirl, yeah. And honestly, Supergirl's an alien. She could look like whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's not even human. Yeah. Don't give her rights. <laughs> Don't give Superman rights. <laughs> He's a fucking alien. He's not even human. Um, <laughs> in America, we'd call it an alien with extraordinary ability. <laughs> is like the type of like work right, visa yeah. that you would get. Sure. <laughs> Look, if Mom Pa Kent 
had gone through the right channels for the adoption and filled out the paperwork, sure. <laughs> give him jury duty. I don't give a shit. But he's an illegal alien, and I won't have him in my country. We need kryptonite bullets uh, in every hand in America. Wasn't, um, hmm. uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Max Landis, right before he got canceled, hmm. um, was writing a... Uh, a Superman comic that actually like got into that. It was like Superman American Alien or something uh, like that. Is the one where he renounces? I think. Because there's one where he renounces. Like undocumented. Yeah. Yeah. And so they give everyone kryptonite bullets. <laughs> yeah. I remember that like coming out and I think him getting canceled like midway through the comic run. They're Perfect. just like, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all put off reading that one. A hundred percent. Kurt Russell reflects on Tombstone being one of the greatest Westerns ever made. Mm. Look, this is a very long quote and it is nonsensical, but <laughs> but it is very petty. So I'm going to read it. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, also, Kurt Russell really ruined my day one time. Oh, no. The same festival that Taika Waititi was at. <laughs> we were having a... Um, a big part. I want to say it was for Bone Tomahawk or some kind of movie that, that mm. where Kurt Russell was like the director or like the main character and he bailed last minute and Good we boy. had built this. By the way, second time we've rented out a western town to throw a party for someone where they just said, fuck it, I'm not showing up. <laughs> second time in my career. And he just did not show up and everyone was very mad and I couldn't do nothing about it. Alright. <clears throat> I can't make him up here. Yeah. Now it's being considered one of the greatest westerns ever made, so I'm happy about that. I can't say that, but I like hearing it. And more and more people are saying that now. The impact of the movie, well, I give that to one story. I don't mean to say that as a way to put, as a put down, although there were certain people involved, Kevin Costner not being one of them, Kevin being a good guy, but there were other people involved in that they were not good guys to me. So what? this is the, just the first third of the quote. <laughs> so what he's talking about is the movie Wyatt Earp coming out at the same time. Like, you know how, like, mm. Deep Impact and was the Armageddon came oh, yeah, out? Yeah, 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 So, like, people were, like, threatening him. Dante's Peak and Volcano. Yeah. Yeah. People were, like, up at the time, I've read a bunch about this. People were, like, threatening, like, Tombstone. Like, don't release this fucking movie. Wyatt Earp's going to be this amazing biopic. And nobody fucking <laughs> watched Wyatt Earp. Anyway. <laughs> Once I said... Hey, how about if we do this and that and maybe we can do some things together? I said, I kill you in yours and you can kill me in mine. This one individual said, oh, we're going to kill a lot of people in Wyatt Earp. And there were people standing around me and I thought, fuck you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take you on full force, full frontal nudity. Let's go. You're now going (laughs) to you're now going to run into Wyatt Earp. So. So those movies come out very close together, Wide Earp and Tombstone. Great things about both. But there's one undeniable thing. You can, you name me another Western where you can recall as much of the dialogue as people can recall from Tombstone. It's not even close. Much more than any other Western. That's undeniable. If you're asking me if it was great working with Val Kilmer who played Doc Holliday in Tombstone, the answer is absolutely. Now, imagine someone else famous is reading this and it makes more sense. There's one thing undeniable you name any other western you can recall as much as dialogue can recall from tombstone it's not even close biggest biggest western ever some would say the biggest hugely (laughs) tremendous western i'm like this is batshit this is just what happens to all white men as they get old ran into a guy he comes up to me he says uh sir (laughs) this is the the greatest western i've ever seen and then he recited the whole movie every line top to bottom what the fuck this is the most batshit like he's like getting petty and conversations that happen this came out in 1993 <laughs> 19 this, this feels like he's been on like hour 11 of his junket right and he's just like i don't fucking care anymore like 30 get, years get me on to the next one so i can get out of here he's like one guy said something kind of weird to me and i thought fuck you buddy <laughs> anyway the whole thing is just petty and weird but i bring this all up to say is that uh steven lang played uh ike clanton he did a uh interview on this show that's all i wanted to say friend of the show close personal friend of the show steven lang 
Our next story is about Stephen Lang. Hey. Qu- Quaritch actor Stephen Lang mm. from Avatar mm-hmm. takes to social mo- media to mark the resumption of filming Avatar 3 as the film's 2025 release date inches closer. Oh, she is. I thought they were all done. Uh, I thought it's 3 just... was mostly in the can and they were starting to film stuff for like 4 and 5. Got it. I think that there are things in each film they need to film at one time because they have the people yeah, there. Yeah, they like flashbacks or and people flash are forwards, there yeah. or, yeah. Uh, anyway, he he basically <laughs> put a picture of his like CGI suit and he said deja blue all over again. I'm like, all right. That's I like pretty that. good. He's, he is an incredibly intimidating man. <laughs> yeah. I know I talk about that every time we bring him up, but I have never been intimidated <laughs> by someone's gorgeous blue eyes in my life. That's and the Iceman voice. Apparently what, what people say about Tom Cruise a lot, like not that he's intimidating, but it's but just intense. like intense and that like when he's talking to you, that you th- like none of the rest of the world exists oh, anymore. Oh, that's exactly what happened with this guy. Yeah. Because he got three inches away from my face, which he's an older gentleman. Maybe it's just because it was red carpet and it was loud. Yeah. He never blinked. Yeah. Piercing blue eyes. And <laughs> then we were talking to him and as soon as I brought up Tombstone, he just got so excited and he goes, Law don't go around here, Mr. Kansas Law Dog. I'm like, ah, he did the thing. <laughs> he just got so excited. Hell yeah. Matthew Vaughn, the director uh, behind Kick-Ass and Kingsman, explains mm-hmm. his new movie, Argyle's PG-13 rating, and his annoyance <laughs> at the restrictions. So he like had to keep going back with the MPAA. Yeah. And they don't really... They, there's some things they tell you and some things they don't. Yeah. And so he finally figured like out. Working with the fucking IRS. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh, get me started. Still owe him three grand. Uh, so going back and forth with them, and he realized this, he goes, a headshot mm-hmm. makes it rated R. A chest shot makes it PG-13. Oh. That's weird. Even if it's like no blood. No blood. If it just, you shoot and the head flings back, huh. R. Shoot the chest and you go straight down or blow it across the room, huh. PG-13. It's almost like they should have a like a booklet or something. <laughs> be Regulations. Like, Here are the things that are over the line if you want it to be a PG-13. If you've ever done a deep diet, the MPAA is the most bizarre set of people on the planet. Oh, yeah. None of it makes and sense. And it's all like super secretive and yep. they don't have like an actual list of rules. Yeah. It's more of like... It's almost like what uh, what they used to say about like pornography. It's like you'll know it when you, you see, see it. it. You know the like, uh, oh, this 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 feels rated R, so I'm gonna send it back. <laughs> you know the uh, well, what's rated R about it? Eh, change something. I'll tell you if it's better. <laughs> right. The South Park, bigger, longer, mm-hmm. uncut, whatever it's called. Yeah, you know that yeah. story, right? Um, I can't remember. They sent them the movie. Yeah, and the MPAA said. This is more than rated R. This would be rated X. Please redo it. So they made it worse. <laughs> and that's when they started adding in like the Saddam throwing like the actual photographic dicks. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, yeah. And they said, hey, this is worth. This is X rated. If you want it to be rated R, send it back. They sent it back a third time. Even worse. Like the worst <laughs> they could possibly do. And then they're like, okay, now it's rated R. They just if they would have just left just got the first a different one person to watch it. <laughs> no, I think they they got what was happening. And I think it's a lot of pay for play. Mm. I think that they knew they had to release the movie. Yeah, I just love that God story. Damn. So they got a two times worse version of the film made that they ever wanted. Yeah, just to fuck with the MPAA. I wonder if it literally had a different title then originally. Maybe if it's bigger, longer, and uncut. Like every time they send it back. Now it's bigger. Now it's longer. Bigger, longer. <laughs> now it's definitely yeah, uncut. Just like the dicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. You should have seen the shit we wanted to cut out. Oh, wait. You are, you did see all of it. Speaking of, I'm going on a tangent. All right. So uh, now it's part of my eight jobs that I do. I, <laughs> I own a little karaoke company, and I was doing karaoke at like, this big brewery in Austin on Tuesday. Yeah. No, yep. last Thursday. And this guy comes up, and he goes, I'm going to use my new rap name for the first time. I'm like... Fuck yeah, you are. What would you like to sign up as? And he said, Young Briss. And this sweet young man obviously did not know what a Briss was. Oh boy. Um, oh. So I said, okay. You're sure I mean, you know I guess that? You, you have one when you're young. So. Right. That's, the guy to my right said, better than an old Briss. Uh, 
So he comes up the stage and I said, uh, young Pris, uh, do you know any Jews? And he goes, no, why? I'm like, well, as a Jewish man, I love your name. It d- doesn't evoke any imagery to you. He goes, no, why? I'm like, go ahead, sing your song. And he sang Mulan's um, uh, Make a Man Out of You so fucking well and did every voice too. Oh man! Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. And he came out after. Uh-huh. He goes, hey, "What were you talking about?" I said, "You know what a bris is?" He goes, "No." I said, "A bris is the ceremony where they cut the foreskin off the penis." And he just <laughs> looked at me, slack jawed. He goes, "I'm gonna pick a different name." I said, "That's a good idea, young bris." I said, "I don't think you'll make any money with that name, but you'll be able to keep the tips." Yeah, we gotta give that name the shaft. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, it's all the rage. The ladies love it. I'll take two. <laughs> Put it here and ship. Ooh. All right, moving on. <clears throat> Star Trek Section Thirty One, an original movie event by Paramount Plus, has officially started uh, production. I really hope we get something for this because it's a Paramount Plus. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, with Michelle Yeoh reprising her her role as Emperor Giorgio. And then they listed all the people that are joining the cast. And I'm like, okay, I don't really recognize any of these names except for Sam Richardson. Yeah. Do you know Sam Richardson? He um, was uh, Richard Splett in Veep. And he was in the new Hocus Pocus movie. He's in I Think You Should Leave. He was also, he had a credit in something else that I was like, oh, yeah, that was, oh, fuck. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but yeah. But I would not think of him. In the Section 31 movie. And I'm really <laughs> yeah. fucking excited about that. To me, that's like when they had H. John Benjamin do the, the triple short. He was in Eternals. Who was he in Eternals? Um, Was he... Um, oh, man. Was he uh, Faustus's husband? Maybe? He wasn't in Eternal. No, that's what I mean. He was like the husband of the character. Oh, I see. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Maybe he was. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the first image oh, is yeah. him oh, you're right. the Eternals. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I don't even remember him in Eternals. But anyway, yeah. I fucking love it. I wouldn't have thought about it. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Universal <laughs> Studios announces five exciting themed areas that will populate the new park, Universal Epic Universe, including Harry Potter. So... The Orlando mm. one's adding basically a whole new park with five sections. All right. It'll start with the uh, five immersive worlds. Celestial Park is where you'll start, which is a unique gateway to the other four okay. that are going to be the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic, Word. Super Nintendo World, How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke, which I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> and the last one is going to be Dark Universe. Okay. So it's going to be what Disney tried to do years ago with another park and have like a villain town. Yeah. But it's going to be Universal's finally getting their dark universe. It's just going to be a theme park (laughs) instead of movies. Steven Yuen's replacement as Sentry in Marvel's Thunderbolts is confirmed by a new report. Ooh. Top Gun Maverick's Lewis Pullman, who I do not remember who he played. Was he Hangman, maybe? Was he the, the, like, the main antagonist? Yeah. I don't I mean, remember. I guess antagonist. Like, all I know, all I know is I looked up a picture of him and I'm like, wow, he looks a lot like Bill Pullman. That's uh, <laughs> his kid it's for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Nepo <Yeah>. baby cuck. <laughs> Fuck you, Lewis Pullman. I got something you can pull, man. <laughs> hey. Anyway, that pissed me off. Uh oh, it's time for Jan News. You know it now. Uh, so speaking of uh, a Star Trek, at least TV movie, actually happening, please. Um, here are some Star Trek and Star Wars movies updates. Yay! Um. <laughs> it's time for Star Trek and Star Wars movie updates. Um, <clears throat> so from uh, one Star Trek movie that probably won't happen to a Star Wars one that probably will. Yay! Uh, Deadline reports that while Star Trek Four is still being officially developed, sure, uh-huh. yeah, I, be- I, be- I believe that's that's actually happening. Yeah, uh, a new movie taking place decades before the 2009 reboot is in the works, with some more or less noticeable names currently attached. <laughs> okay, uh, on the uh, create production side, not uh-huh. necessarily actor side. Um, so it's being produced by uh. 
J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. So I'm guessing it maybe takes place during like the Chris Hemsworth, Kirk, George Kirk period. Sure. Uh, which would technically be in the proper timeline because the timeline hadn't split yet. Right. So that's interesting. It's right. technically in both timelines. Okay. Um, and then directing is uh, Toby Haynes, who has only directed episodes of television and one TV movie about Brexit starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Sweet. Uh, however, of that TV stuff, he's directed some awesome shit. Okay. Uh, he's directed um, some of the best two-parters from Matt Smith's Doctor Who run. Nice. Uh, for Whovians, that's the the Pandora Opens and the Big Bang. Right. And the Impossible Astronaut Day of the Moon, which are like some of the go-to best awesome. stories of uh, the 11th Doctor. Uh, he's also directed Andor season one, episodes one through three and oh, eight shit. through ten. So the first the the first story arc and the so last story arc. And most importantly, is the guy who directed the USS Callister episode of Black Mirror. Oh sh oh. Completely <laughs> off topic. Callister's getting a three part Netflix series. Oh shit. A three episode run of Callister. That's cool. With all the same act like Clemens and all them. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Keep we'll talk about Nice. That so that's the director who's attached. So that's Love it. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. The part that's not cool, that or at least that I'm a bit worried about, Uh-oh. Uh, attached to write the script is Seth Graham Smith, uh, who has a strange writing history. Uh-oh. <clears throat> He's the guy who got famous for writing Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. And America, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. The, right. the books yeah, that were sure. later turned into movies. Uh, and he apparently has a reputation for being a terrible screenwriter and either having his projects not get made or having others come in and fix them. Why? <laughs> why would you Why would you hire this man then? He was actually the guy who was hired to come in and fix 2015's Fantastic Four, which oh. he was uncredited for. <laughs> he did not fix it. No. That was not fixed. Um, he supposedly wrote the story for the Lego Batman movie, but there are four other writers also credited. <laughs> so they're That's the not ones really writing. who probably came in and fixed his Lobster crap. Uh, he was hired to write Beetlejuice 2 in 2011, then was replaced in 2017 for a complete rewrite, and even that script was thrown out. Solid. Uh, another new script was made for the version that just finished filming this wow. November, so he wow. has nothing to do with this Beetlejuice too. Great. Uh, he was hired to write a third Gremlins movie in 2013 that never happened. Uh, he was hired to do a third version of a script for Now You See Me 3, <laughs> being replaced again a year later by writers of the first two movies, which Liongate calls a reimagining of the script. You know, <laughs> Now You 3 Me is sitting right there. <laughs> right. It's sitting right there. Uh, this is presumably where he met Alex uh -huh. Kurtzman, who was a producer on all of the Now You See Me movies. <laughs> the first one was great. The second one was shit. Yeah, it's real bad. It was shit. Shit. Uh, he was hired in 2020 to be showrunner on the Green Lantern series for the oh. then HBO Max for the then DCEU. And last year it was announced that the show would be moving in a new direction. Yeah. And he had opted to not stay with the new project, which wow. sounds like James Gunn came in and was like, this sounds terrible. You're out. Wow. <laughs> Do whatever you need to to save face. Wow. <laughs> so not excited for him to be writing this. No. <laughs> That's a lot of garbage. Uh, but if it's anything like this last several times we heard of a new Star Trek movie being announced, it won't happen anyway. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, if they want to do a 2009 reboot prequel, just do a Strange New Worlds movie. I'm just, I don't, <laughs> yes, I just, I don't want them to keep going back in time. I don't care. I yeah. didn't like Enterprise. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just like, I don't care about that. Wait, time. wait a couple more seasons of Strange New Worlds. Yeah. And then do the handoff movie. Perfect. Where like a uh, Rogue One, where it just like goes into 100%. the 2009 the reboot. Yeah, it goes right into the pilot, or into uh, or not the, the, pilot, the but... 2009 movie. Oh yeah, just have them like hand it off. Well, Strange New Worlds isn't Kelvin timeline, is it? I thought Strange New Worlds. Was... They have never. They've been sketchy on saying which timeline it's in. Okay. 
I think they're leaving it open to be even like maybe even a third timeline that can combine with all the other stuff. Maybe maybe it's maybe they're gonna have their own end game. Yeah. Like Shatner's gonna come out. Yeah, right. <laughs> and asshole Chris Pike's gonna come out. <laughs> yep. Fuck Chris Pike. Yep. So that one's uh maybe or probably not gonna happen, or at least not with that writer. Sure. Not um, with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's a Star Wars movie that actually is probably gonna get made. Cool. Uh they announced The Mandalorian and Grogu. Uh, I did see that. Which will go into production this year. Uh, John Favreau will be directing and producing along with uh, Dave Filoni Perfect. and uh, Kathleen Kennedy. That's the dream team except for Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. And it's also the people who own and run the property. Yeah. So that one's sure. probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's going to be like the, the arching. Like you'll see Boba Fett. You'll see Ahsoka. Like everyone we've seen in the TV shows. Yeah. Except Gina, whatever her face is. Yep. Gina, what's it? Career? Carano. Carano. Yeah. Probably not going to see her. Nope. No. Nope. Why didn't they kill her off screen? I don't know. But also it's like there's some assholes we keep let, letting make movies. Like we keep letting Mel Gibson make shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, pick, pick your battles. Fail, fail upwards. There you go. What else you got? Um, and then here's some uh, Matthew Vaughn's been in a bunch of headlines. I'm, I'm sure he's Great. just, like, doing a lot of press sure. for Argyle coming out. Stupid name for a movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and here are just two back-to-back headlines that I happened to see that I thought were really funny next to each other. Uh-huh. Um, one of them was uh, Argyle sets unfortunate Rotten Tomatoes record for director Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> Whoops. It is his lowest ranked movie. I think it's like 37% or something. Sweet. Um, and then the next headline directly under it was, Matthew Vaughn wants to direct Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow after Miley Alcott was cast. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's hitting this. He did Kick-Ass. He did Kingsman. Yep. I think Kingsman. He also did the other Kingsman. <laughs> yeah. I think the first Kingsman is a masterpiece. I think that is a... Yeah. Damn near perfect movie. Yep. But the subsequent ones mm-hmm. are shit. Yep. He also did the best of the <clears throat> technically soft reboot X-Men. He did uh, X-Men First Class. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. And I think was writing the script for the second one, but then right. got busy They decided to get else. shitty instead. <laughs> yeah. They hired somebody else to make it worse. Right. But then again, <laughs> he, he's got a bad track record with sequels. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I have is uh, Tom Cruise returning to Warner Brothers uh, signs oh. a strategic partnership deal. Are they going to do Mummy 2? <laughs> Who knows? Actually, that's... Uh, oh, that's Universal. That's Universal. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery... Uh, the CEO, David Zaslav, signed a strategic partnership deal with Tom Cruise that takes effect this year. Oh. Um, he will develop and produce original and franchise theatrical titles, which he'll star in. Yeah. Uh, last time Tom Cruise starred in a Warner Brothers movie was 2014's Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, that one sucks. Formerly known as Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, no, I'm thinking of, Bol- of Oblivion. Oh, no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow rocks. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is good. I was thinking about Bolivia. Um, he's previously made eight movies with Warner Brothers, including Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others are Rock of Ages, Ugh. The Last Samurai. Love that. Magnolia. Didn't see it. Eyes Wide Shut. Love it. Interview with the Vampire. Love it more. Risky Business. Eh. And The Outsiders. Okay. So, pretty pretty decent track record that with, is, uh, with Warner Brothers. Love Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> yeah. Love Eyes Wide Shut. Um, the article notes that, uh, this is not an exclusive deal because Tom Cruise doesn't do exclusive deals. Sure. Um, he will continue to work with Paramount where he's still shooting, uh, Mission Impossible 8 or 7 Part 2. Sure. Um, and Universal where he's making the Shot in Space movie directed by Doug Liman. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, his, uh... Is it the last movie, second to last movie that he did? He put out the uh, Top Gun Maverick, which made sure. just shy of one and a half billion dollars worldwide. So I just looked it up. You know what the funniest remake that Tom Cruise could make? Hmm. The absolute funniest thing I think that if you were going to remake a movie, cast Tom Cruise, The Running Man. <laughs> but it's owned by Sony. <laughs> nah, not more about it. 
<laughs> I mean, he's not exclusive to anybody. <laughs> oh, wait a second. He might have a lot on his plate at the moment. A new movie adaptation of the novel announced in early 2021 is in development at Paramount Pictures. Oh, there you go. With Edgar Wright directing. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Well, if it's coming out on Paramount Pictures, yeah. maybe we'll get it. Uh, by the way, huh. um, I haven't watched the full thing, but I've seen a bunch of like uh, clips and storyline of it. Huh. Did you check out the Scott Pilgrim Takes Off? I watched the whole thing. Uh, crazy. Uh, it's such a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. I like did not understand what it was until like episode three. Yeah. And then it clicked with me and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This is some meta shit. Yeah. 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 I, I watched a, uh, a YouTube reaction channel uh-huh. to it because I thought originally I was like, oh, this is just an animated version of the movie. It is not and, an animated uh, version yeah, of the, the movie. And the episode one, you're like, oh no, this is different. Very. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, like episode like three or four or something, you get like the twist, yeah. sort of twist, more yeah. of like a reveal it's of a revelation. What, what this actually is. You're like, like oh, they're just going about their that's shit. That's really clever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a really good way to have all of the actors look and sound like the correct timeline yeah. of mm-hmm. where they were. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really cool. Solid. It's really fucking solid. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the reason to do this. A hundred percent. Yeah. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Half the fucking stories I'm reading lately are like, this movie was a sleeper hit in the early 2000s. And now it's blowing up on Netflix. Like, every- Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Netflix controls that. If they put the <laughs> same... If they just get like a batch of like twelve movie rights and just yeah. keep pushing the same twelve movies, you're gonna fucking watch yeah, it. They just put it on the home screen. All we do is sit <laughs> and fucking consume. I could make shitting in a fireplace for your home. Yeah. And I guarantee if you put because you watched, you know, I think you should leave now. Yeah. And on the home screen, they would say for a week, wow, shitting in a fireplace for your home is number one on Netflix. It really hit its stride <laughs> at season three. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of this. Yep. Some people like watching old movies. Some people don't. But like, don't tell us it's finding its new stuff because that's manufactured. That's bullshit. Or you just put it as like the thing that automatically plays next after one of the most popular things that's currently hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and they keep doing that. Yep. And it's just oh, this you know. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, 1997, was a sleepy hit, but now everyone's watching it. Well, of course, because you're forcing them to. You're fucking forcing them to. Yeah, you're putting it in front of Clockwork Orange. tens of millions of people's eyeballs. Not everyone can afford to go to the movies. Some people can only afford a shared Netflix account, mm-hmm. which they're cracking down on. So you just, you know, whatever, I haven't seen this, I'll see it again. It's not like, oh my God, what a fever dream for Eraser, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yep. fuck you. We don't need that. Shut the fuck up, news outlets. <laughs> I'm not against Netflix doing this, by the way. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Just stop fucking talking about it like it's a revelation. Yep. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. I like that we have a podcast with two straight white men where all I do is complain about shit. <laughs> so you mean a, a podcast? Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> Uh, celebrating its 25th anniversary, Lego Star Wars is re- releasing new adult sets, which is very misleading, by the way, <laughs> including a prequel era cruiser that's never been in Lego before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like all these MIDI skill things, but they're making the, the invisible hand. Yeah. I, I saw this story and I thought there was zero chance you wouldn't have. <laughs> I have not laughed at a YouTube reaction <laughs> video so hard. Because it's like a mini scale, so it's, you know, about the size of a cock. It's shaped like a cock. <laughs> yep. It's the ship that they rescue, Pal- like Obi-Wan and Anakin rescue Palpatine from. Yeah. It's the one where uh, they kill du- uh, Anakin kills Dooku. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it splits in half. <laughs> and I laughed so fucking hard at that. Because the YouTube reactor took the two parts aside and said, we are still flying half a ship. And I thought that was... A- and because, like, if you don't build Lego, the amount of engineering that would have to go in 
Yeah. And how much harder it is to have it split in half than to just have Technic pieces in the middle and make it solid. Because it still <laughs> needs to display under its own weight and not split in half yeah, naturally. Not fall apart. Yeah. So I'm like, just for this inside joke that in the movie, <laughs> the ship cracks in half. Yeah. And I thought that was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing i've ever seen in a lego set. and i've seen some good easter eggs i've seen some really dumb easter egg shit in a lego set before yeah but that is by far my favorite <laughs> i thought that was fucking rad <laughs> that's it they said there was a um there's a running like a i don't know if it's a contest or if it's just like we're doing it as a mystery just for mm. um the the sake of marketing um it was like Lego is a has like a, a mini fig for the 25th anniversary. Oh yeah, it's they just haven't like announced the silhouette. Yet. Yeah. I, I think it just it just looks like a person, so it's probably just uh, little Anakin. Uh, the silhouette is the base, like the just the blank Lego mini fig. Yeah. So it's they're they're saying it could be anyone. Uh, okay. They're not saying that's the silhouette of the. Uh, okay. I know the article. It's, it's is not a about. what Pokemon is this? It's no. a. <laughs> okay. No, that is blank <laughs> mini fig guy. Gotcha. Which they do not release for Star Wars. Heard. Uh, yeah. The, so far, the 25th anniversary ones are fives, which I will be buying this $80 set to get this <laughs> one 25th because it's such a like a premium, awesome clone figure. The yeah. other one is Darth Malak, and I don't know who that is. He's from, uh, I think, the Jedi Survivor Fallen Jedi, the current video game. Oh, I have no idea who the fuck this guy yeah, is. Yeah, he's he's in my the the mobile game yeah, as well. I, th- I figured you'd know. Yep. So yeah, yeah, he's in with like the Cal Kestis storyline stuff. Understood. Yeah, yeah. I have the only Star Wars Lego set from that, which is the the BD one buildable yeah, yeah, figure. Yeah. I haven't built it yet. But I love it. I'm all about it. Uh, May 4th, I talked about this at some point. I throw a big Star Wars party in Austin. The only Texas Star Wars convention that is approved by uh, Lucasfilm. They get their approval every year. But uh, for the 25th anniversary of uh, Lego, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I'm pretty sure we're going to do a Lego walk with a prize. So a bunch of Legos. You walk across it. And if you make it, you get a prize. If you bail out like a pussy, get out of here. Nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much to everyone to listen to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. It's easy when it's once a month. You can shoot <laughs> us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5 by 5 film at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with Red Hot Memes or where to vote for Dan for things at, hey, <laughs> on Facebook. I think, the, I think the voting's done. Ah, fuck. Did you win? Uh, they didn't call me yet, oh. so. <laughs> 5 by 5 I think, I think they announced at the end of next month. Okay, good. Thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. Dan Benjamin. Dan Benjamin. <laughs> we'll see you next week with another 5x5 five five at the movies. Roll credits. <laughs>